issues in the world of sports. Take a look back at the week that was and look ahead to some games of the upcoming week. Get a couple more at the bar and let's get into a little last call. All right, welcome to the last call, the 1420 Sports Bar. It's on a Sunday night on the 7th of May. I just watched the Toronto Maple Leafs losing overtime. They're, they're down 3 nothing. Rough day here at the Sports Bar. Joined tonight by a friend of the show, fan of the show, fan of his show, Jim Plotner, the Fan of the Van podcast. Jim, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Uh, going to be doing a little bit better if the Yankees actually could win a freaking game would be fucking nice, but. There's uh there's trouble in the Yankee land. They're they they lost again today, eighteen and seventeen right now. They're 10, 10 games out again. They probably should have won with Garrett Cole in the mound. They had a yep. he had a rough goal of it. He gave two home runs. I think it was a sixth inning. Uh, that team it's got to, like everybody always talks about how get being a. Uh, Playing games early don't matter, uh, but you know what? For this Yankee team, Jim, I think that you 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 agree with me. It's got late early, like Yogi Berra used to say. This team is in trouble, and uh, who do you got to blame for this one, Jim? It, it, it's all around. It's from it's from ownership down to Cashman, down to Boone, down to all the players. It, it just, I mean, how do you trot Aaron Hicks out there every day? The guy is just mailing it in jog it in the outfield to catch a fly ball he can't hit i mean or he got a hit today and all the twitter's all excited about it and you know almost like it was a milestone you got cashman just making these bonehead signings and and trades and we all know which ones we've all discussed it obviously getting donaldson was the worst decision they could have made you know and then he got boom just making ridiculous decisions throughout the game he's so quick to pull herman out when herman's pitching good Garrett Cole. Seven shaky at bats, but let's keep them in. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with this team. Like you, you, you blame Cashman, you can blame Boone, you can blame the Steinbrenners, but I, I, I don't. I think this one's more on 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 Cashman than anybody. He put this team together. There's no depth in that franchise whatsoever. You have a bunch of guys who don't play. Like they went into the season with. With, with nothing on, on the left side of the, of the field. They had, like you said, Hicks, oh. who I've never been a fan of. He's been mailing it in for, for a few years now. You had Donaldson at third, and then you went in with Volpe at shortstop. Eventually, yes, rookies do make the team like Derek, Derek Jeter did back in 96. Yeah. But you have a team right now that's poised to win, and you, and you have guys under contract. What, this is what bothers me the most, Jim, is that they have guys under contract that are supposed to win right now with Cole and then the signing of Judge. And so, so you, you're spending a lot of money. Uh, you have two guys at $80 million bucks or $75 million bucks a year, and then uh, and they're not doing anything. And, and they're, 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 they're really far behind right now, 10 games out, you know, in a, in a, in a division that's, that's, that's really good right now. Um, 
this to me, this is on Cashman a hundred percent. You you got these guys that it's always, always, always under deliver. And to me, Cashman really hasn't done a thing throughout his Yankee tenure, in my opinion. He inherited a team that already had the core four, but like you look at the jerseys yeah. behind me, he, he inherited that team and then he, he bought a team in 09 when when the bosses last season was around, uh in, in when boss passed away in 2010. Like I don't think Cashman has done a damn thing. A damn thing for this franchise since he's been in charge. No, he he really has. I mean, you hit it right on the head. He inherited the team. That's one. I mean, he's made some decent signings, but but that's about it. Every year we hear the same recycled bullshit. You know, this is a championship caliber team. Don't count us out. You know, don't you know you know don't stop believing in us. You know, all that nonsense that he spewed pretty much since two thousand ten. You know, it's been the same thing, you know. I mean, 18, we almost got there. I mean, people could blame the Astros for cheating, but regardless, you still got to win on the field whether the other team's cheating or not. Cashman ain't putting championship caliper teams out there. I mean, and Hal is more, he's not his father, and I think he needs to find his inner George in him and start making some of the moves his dad did. And one of the moves he's got to do is get rid of Cashman not like now, but like right now, like as we're talking, get rid of 100%. Cashman. Like it's crazy to me, Jim. Like, like Cashman, had, he had his first presser on, I think it was Wednesday, and he said that he had a championship caliber team. Who is he fucking kidding? Like, who is he kidding that he's got a championship caliber team with 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 this with with this pitching staff that does nothing? That yeah, there's some injuries, but every every team gets injuries. Every team has problems. There's no depth in this team whatsoever. They they, they got they got. And then he said, "Well, now we we can make start making some trades. Who are you trading from this team that's any good right now? You're not you're not trading. He's hitting. You're you're not trading Lemayhu. He's hitting. You can't get rid of Hicks. You can't get rid of IKF. You can't get rid of these guys. This team is built by one man and one man only, and that's Cashman. And he has yeah. done thing to improve this this baseball club since 2000. Like you said, 2017. They had they got close. They made some deals, and that was a lightning in a bottle team when." when judge came up, but since last season, midway through the season, this team has been under 500. They got that, that hustle like the Tampa has this year since last year at the halfway point, this team has been absolutely atrocious and this is on Cashman and Cashman hundred percent. No, absolutely. And I know people are going to say that Hal's Hal and George is George. And a lot of Yankee haters will say that I want Hal just to throw money at everybody. When you look at how baseball is now, you see teams winning with three quarters less of what we're spending. Like, we go out, we get Carlos Rodon. And now we don't know when the guy's ever going to pitch. Now all of a sudden he's got a chronic back injury. We just seem to either, we get the right guy and then just something happens it's almost like karma for winning the 27 World Series is, is what it really comes down to, I think, sometimes. I, I just... The thing that bothers me about this medical issue, you, you looked at Carlos Correa. He went through three teams last, last winter in the offseason. He couldn't he couldn't sign anywhere. He was San Francisco, yeah. and then the Mets, and then there was someone else in, in, involved in there with the Twins we eventually signed for, but for a lot less years. Yeah. Who's checking these medical records for the fucking Yankees? 
like they, they 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 went and got Montas last year from from the A's, and I, we were both like we were both quite quite happy. But he hasn't pitched a, a single inning yet. And then they and then Rodon this year, chronic back issues. Who's giving these guys these contracts and getting people's hopes up and everything else when these guys can't even pitch and can't play an inning for the New York Yankees? And the thing was, and another one that bothers me a lot, Jim, and this, I've never been a Stanton guy. He. He makes me crazy. He's only played in 60% of the games since signing with the Yankees in 2018, I think it was. He hasn't done it. He, like, yeah, he's good in the playoffs, but the home runs, but they haven't done a damn thing in the playoffs. This team is broken. They need a, The medical staff needs to be checked out a little bit because there's something completely wrong with this. Like you just brought it, like Rodon. Okay, it was a it was a tweak. It was a hurt. He's going to pitch. He's going to pitch in May. Well, we're into May. He ain't pitching until till at least July now. Who's checking these medical records? I, I don't understand it. I don't know, somebody who's blind or can't read, apparently. I have not a clue who's reading any of this. I mean, how do you not know that the guy has a chronic back issue? Just like when they traded for Montas, when, I, I don't know about you, but I wanted Castillo from the Reds before the Mariners yeah. came in and swooped him up. And, and now look at him. He's pitching friggin' lights out in Seattle, and we're stuck with a guy who's... Damage friggin' goods. I, I don't know who's reading he's these medical reports. Year. He's not pitching this no. year. So no. now, so now you have like yes, injuries happen, and you had you had Cashman spouting off the other night uh, about the 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 medical issues that the team has had and everything else. Every team gets hurt. Why can't this team ever find a way to get past the injuries? This team and Cashman blames the injuries and blames this and blames that. Maybe that's on you and your training staff. Maybe this is on you, Cashman. Quit pointing your fingers at everywhere else around the league. I, I don't understand why this guy has carte blanche with the Steinbrenners, why his middle name is Stein, the whole bit. He, he He's done nothing for this franchise. That And you, you go to a Yankee game, they, it, it costs a lot of money to go to a game. It costs a lot of yeah. A lot of games, but Yankee games cost a lot of dough. They get good crowds, but you know what? Those crowds, I think, are going to start start dissipating a little bit because they're they're in the last place in AL East, and you, you see a team like they, they lost City to Tampa. And Tampa got on a heater early. They but but the thing with Tampa, they beat the teams they were supposed to beat, and that was a difference right now. They beat everybody they were supposed to beat, and they did it early. And the Yankees, yeah, they started off great. They didn't lose a series to the one in Toronto, I think it was. But you just look at this team, and they're going nowhere fast. Like, nowhere. Yeah, I just... I mean, especially in the AL East, and a lot of people could attribute Tampa's hot streak to playing teams like the A's and, you know, these subpar, below 500 mediocre teams. But you know what, though? When the schedule comes out, these are the teams you got to play. And we don't know what the Oakland Athletics would have been at the beginning of the year. They could have easily decimated Tampa if they wanted to, but they couldn't. The Yankees could have started off cold, and Boston could have started off hot. But you're looking at an AL East where every game matters. And I get it's 162 games you know, in a season, but every game matters. And the fullback now, 10. 10 games is very hard to climb out of unless they go on some incredible streak Oakland that we've never fucking seen. Yeah, one of those they'd have to go on. You know, they'll have to throw, you know, Scotty Hattenberg at first place to make, first base to make it happen. And Chad Bradford would have to become the closer because Clay Holmes is not it. I put Michael King as the closer. Clay Holmes is nowhere near a closer. And in, in my opinion, he is not. He's not. He, you think about it, Jim, like since 2004 or 13 when Mariano retired, 
they yeah they went out and got uh, Chapman. They overpaid for him the second time he came back. Gave him yeah. nineteen million bucks a year. Uh, they, they sold him off the Cubs in two thousand sixteen. The Cubs got that World Series, but they, they overpaid for him and they haven't had really had. And and I was always a little bit suspect on on Chapman and his grin when he gave it that home run to uh, that little prick Altuve. But you, uh, <laughs> you you look at you, you look at the, the closing situation this year. They didn't have a closer going into the season. If you don't have a closer, you aren't winning. You aren't winning games because oh. now the way bullpens are used throughout Major League Baseball, because you, your your starters are just innings eaters, and then you go to your bullpen. And the Yankees went into the season without a closer, and I'm 100% agree with you this year. They didn't have a closer. I thought that maybe uh, Loisaga, who also he got hurt, he, he's out until at least September. They said I thought Loisaga might have been a, a smarter choice to go in on the closer yeah. role, but it, it just it seems that no matter what, what whatever Cashman does and whatever he says, this team it just goes for shit and they get nothing accomplished. Well, Cashman don't take accountability for anything, and you see it in his pressers where it's oh well, it's this, and it, it, you know, it's because of this, it's because of this, it's because of that. I don't know how he doesn't wake up every morning and just doesn't go to hell and say, I can't do this no more. You know, I just, it, it gets to a point where, and I did an episode like a year, a year ago. When do we stop defending Cashman? And the time is now. If there's Yankee fans literally still defending Cashman, you have not a clue what is going on, not only just in Yankee baseball, but in baseball alone. And you should just just stop talking and just just stop watching baseball and let the people that know, like me, you, and countless other people, let us discuss it and let, it, let us bash it. And, and, and rightfully so. The thing, the thing that bothers me about Yankee luggers, lovers and Yankee huggers, like I'm a Yankee lover, not a hugger, because I, I, I will call them all the, the first chance I get. Yeah. Things don't go well. Like I'm not a, a big chase for 28 guy and everything else. Like I live in the now. Like I wasn't alive for the first uh, 24 World Series, whatever it was, 23. <laughs> but anyways, so you, you wonder why people defend this guy. Because And even like I listen to the Michael K show on ESPN New York there, and he says that Cashman would have a job if he would get fired tomorrow. I disagree. 100%. I 100% disagree with that statement that Michael K makes because this guy hasn't won anything. Like, yes, they, they won a World Series 2009, and we shouldn't be boohooing in our beers and crying about it and spilling, spilling tears and everything else. But Cashman has not done a damn thing that no. me, and you, me and you couldn't have done ourselves with that payroll year in year out the money that he spends and the, the, the what he gets away with and everything else firing Girardi back in t- after the 2017 season, I thought was a mistake. Cause it was because, because yep. Gary, Gary Sanchez's feelings were hurt. Do I, do I dislike Boone? I, I like Boone. I don't think, think Boone is, is, is Boone is part of the family now. Cause now they have this, analytics group and the Steinbrenners and how they're, they're, they're going about things and how the business is and how the game is. Boone is Boone is one of the family now and he's a yes man completely and, he, and Boone gives no pushback whatsoever to Cashman, to the Steinbrenners and to the nerds. I don't think that Boone has any say whatsoever. You look at game in, game out, what happens and, and like you said the other night when, when they when, when they when they, uh, they pulled the uh, Herman for no reason whatsoever should have left him in the ball game. If that that game could come back and haunt you in fucking in September when you need, you need that win because now you're ten games out and you and because the binder and, and the books and the nerds said you got to take this guy out because he's, he's this many pitches over. It's all bullshit, man. And that yeah. Marinaccio Marinaccio is a good pitcher, absolutely. I think he I, yeah. think, he's, I think he's underutilized. But that 
that family, the Steinbrenners, the Cashman, and now Boone's part of them. And I like Boone, like I said, it, it's an absolute mess in my in my opinion. It's a mess. Oh, absolutely. And I agree with you. Get I honestly should have thought they should have given Girardi another year. Yeah. But, you, but to give he took, Boone, he took that 2017 team to with in yeah. one game of the World Series. A but to give a guy who's never managed. But then you give Boone a job who's never managed. His last job was being an analyst on ESPN. And you look at all the candidates that were out there at the time. I mean, you could have lured Buckshaw Walter back if you really wanted to. I mean, even though the Mets suck right now, you know, but look at what he's gotten them to at least do. He could have done that on the other side of, of New York and the Bronx. He could have got this team to play better than what they're playing at right now. I mean, watching this team is, it's just, it's miserable. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's putrid. It's, oh. It makes you neither want to watch anymore, to be honest with you. But when you're a loyal fan, you got to stick to all the suffering and all the bullshit. So, unfortunately, we either watch or listen. That's just it. Like, you watch and we'll complain about it until we're blue in the face. And that, like, you think, get get on the boon here for a second. But if, if there wasn't a guy by the name of Mike Mussina who came in the fourth inning and re- relieved Roger Clemens back in 2003 and saved that game, and then Boone got that home run, Aaron Boone's not managing this team. You think no. about that. No, no one would care about who Aaron Boone is in Yankee land if he didn't hit the home run in 2003. That's the only reason why he's a manager of that team. That's the only reason. And what he has to do now, what he has to do now is, yeah, he hit that game-winning home run. But now what he has to do is he has to, as the manager, win a World Series to be that much more legendary in Yankee history. Because that's all he's got is that home run. That's all he's got. I mean, was Aaron Boone the world's greatest baseball player when he was in the league? No, no, absolutely not. Like he's in the Cincinnati Reds uh, Hall of Pretty Good when it comes down to it, right? Like one of those things. You just, you wonder where this team's going to go. The the one that bothers me a lot is Hicks. I'm not a Hicks guy. I was at a game in 2000, oh, geez, what year was it, 19, I think it was, on a Sunday night uh, ESPN game against the uh, Boston Red Sox. I was in New York there, and he hit three home runs in one game. And, and since then, he hasn't done a damn thing. And why, Why? like, if, if, if the if the Arizona Diamondbacks can find a way to buy out Madison Baumgartner, yeah, he's aged, and yeah, they overpaid him. If the Arizona Diamondbacks have a payroll of nothing with $0 in their bank account, if they can find a way to buy out Madison Baumgartner and say, you know what, thanks, bye, see ya, why the fuck can the New York Yankees not find a way to say, Aaron Hicks, your services are no longer required with this baseball team? I don't understand it. IKF is another one. They, they, they made a bad decision by going with him last year. They made a bad decision by sticking with him. Put him put him out there, and now they're trotting him out to center field, left field, wherever. They, like, why can't these two, why can't Cashman and why can't Boone just say, you know what, we made a mistake. This guy just it doesn't fit in with our plans. Why can't if you and I can see it? Why can't these great baseball minds who are making X amount of million bucks a year? Why can't they see it? I don't get it. I think they do. The issue is they just don't want to admit that they're wrong because it bruises their ego too much. That's what it really comes down to. And IKF is easy because if you release him, it's six million dollars. Big what did he do? Aaron Hicks is owed thirty million. I'm sure they could buy him out. At like say fifteen million, and say listen, they ain't working out no more. See you later. The ER to do the same thing. 
it makes zero sense to me why they can't just make these decisions. Like you, you, you look at guys. I, I don't understand what this love affair is. Like you, you, like how they can't stay healthy, how they can't get things done. Why this pitching staff? Why why they're they're such prospect huggers and say, well, yeah, we can make trades. Well, who who are you trading on that roster? Who are you trading on that roster? And they, they're floating Gliber Torres out there. Well, who's going to play second base? Cabrera. Yeah. They got a bunch of guys. They got a bunch of guys who are, who are, who are towing the Mendoza line right now. What are you going to do? They're not getting any offense out, out, out of their catching position at all, like at all. None. At all. None. And then you have a problem as well. They're starting pitching. I I also didn't think. I also thought that Nestor Cortez was going to take a step back this year. He's been good, not great. He's had, but I I I thought that that Nestor Cortez was because he's a quasi journeyman kind of guy. I yeah. I was like, why? The staff, yes, they, they could have been good, but they're injured. And so if you have nothing to roll up on, how good is your farm system? That And, and Cashman is such a prospect hugger, he won't get rid of guys if they were doing something. I, I just don't get it, Jim. I, I don't either. I mean, I mean a, a catcher, I mean, Trevino gets a hit here and there. But, I mean, between him and, and, and Hitch, uh, Hitchikau has taken a huge step back. And you know, and when you look, and, and when you when you look at the injuries, like you look at guys like Judge and Stanton, they're not built. I mean, they're great; they're good baseball players, but they're not built to be baseball players. Like you see Aaron Judge trying to steal second base; it is one of the most awkward things in the world to see a guy who's almost like seven feet, seven feet. It's weird to see a guy who's almost seven foot try to steal second base. Or even try to, or even try to advance to third, and then gets hurt because he can't slide properly, and now he's got a hip injury, and they're saying Tuesday he could be back, which yeah, it rejuvenates the lineup a bit, but we all know what's going to happen as long as as long as Boone keeps trotting out Hicks when you should be playing Harrison Bader, who again hits another home run today, has been productive since he's come back, and like he gets that big hit the other night. And then you bench him the next day for Aaron Hicks for what an O for four fucking day? Come on! I didn't uh, fuck that made me mad. <laughs> you brought that up. I'm getting revved up here, Jim. Like that <laughs> pissed me off here on a Sunday night. Like you, Bader Bader was out for for a long time. So he didn't play much in spring training. Played a little bit. Got hurt. Then he came back. Played played one game. Got got a, got a hit. Then they sent him for a rest day. He's been resting since last October for fuck's sake. Yeah. I don't understand what the hell is going on there. Why they these guys and, and these analytics guys, everything else, like their probability chance of winning. Like you know, when you win, you 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 play your best players, you get your best lineup out there, and get back yeah. to judge a little bit. Like the only reason why they actually made the playoffs last year, because after the, the slow start that they had, it was actually it was actually terrible to watch that team in the second half of the season last year. But because but the only thing that carried them on was Aaron Judge that got them going. The only season Judge has ever been healthy was the one year he bettered himself. And I'm not calling Judge pulling the shoot at all. And don't people don't at me. Don't don't don't, <laughs> don't don't take this out of context. Aaron Judge has never been healthy but one season because he had to be. Yeah. He had to be. And the only reason why they made the, made the playoffs last year was because of Aaron Judge last year. And now that he's out, that's how bad this team actually is. And that's how bad that it shows that this team is actually not even close. And without Judge. And they're 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 a shell shell themselves, and I can't imagine if like if DJ because DJ is not young anymore. He's thirty seven years no. old. 
Like he's 36, 37 years old, and he's having himself a very good season. He's 280, 285 right now. But the like the rest of that team, and I, I don't understand how Stanton can be hurt, like you were saying earlier on. It makes me absolutely crazy that they lean on Stanton year in, year out, and it, it just never pans out. No, it, it never does. And the guy's hurt for like either half or three quarters of the year. And then, yeah, okay, we get to the playoffs and he hits like six home runs in four games, but we get swept. It, 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 it doesn't matter. I, I mean, at this point, the Yankees are much better off. That, like, again, obviously we get rid of Cashman. Let, just get rid of Cashman, take those analytics binders and throw them the fuck away. Throw them away and just play the game of baseball. Trot out the best lineup. If Harrison Bader had a good night the night before, you ride the hot hand. That's it. Put him back out there in the lineup. Just play the fucking game. I, I, That's the one thing, as much as I love Girardi, he was an analytics guy, but he always managed to know when to put the right guy in, especially in the bullpen. He knew how to use it, even though people said he burnt it out, but he used the guys he can rely on. This Yankee bullpen now, other than Michael King and, and Morinacho, and that's about it. That's about the only people I could trust. That's it. It, it, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing the way this team is put together. And you, you, you talk about how it just hasn't been put together and put, throwing the binder away. And that's the thing that I think that baseball's missing a lot. And like you talked about, going going with your gut and going with things that say, you know, that this is – and that, that that's what bothers me a lot about Boone. He's a baseball guy. His grandpa played in the big leagues. His dad played in the yeah. big leagues. His, his brother played in the big leagues. He played in the big leagues. They, they all played, like, American Legion baseball or whatever, whatever it might have been. And uh, – like how they don't go with their gut a little bit and get this done and say, okay, don't have this guy here. Don't have that guy here. I got a good feeling about this guy. Throw the binder in the fucking garbage and go with your gut. Because yeah. if that guy's hot and that guy's not, because, it, and I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again, the more, the more often you put a, the baseball in another human being's hands, you're going to get fucked up. Because no matter what, human beings screw things up. And the more opportunity yeah. to give human beings to screw things up, they will. And the Yankees bullpen is proving it. And, and it's, I don't understand. Like the, you, you, you go back, you go back twenty years when they gave the ball to to Nelson, they gave it to Mariano. Yes, Mariano's a, a legend, a, a one of a one ever kind of guy. But to yeah. not have a plan that they had from back then, and baseball is different, but I don't think it should be. I don't think I think baseball needs to go back 15, 20 years and figure this out because it was better back then than it is now. Absolutely, it is, and. You know, it just comes to a point where Hal has to come to the forefront. Hal's just got to look at Cashman and make him take accountability. Because that's the thing you're not seeing. Nobody's taking accountability for any of it. And Hal's got to be the guy who comes out and says, listen, I entrusted Cashman to build me a championship team. He hasn't done it. So we've decided to part ways with Cashman. Aaron Boone is, to me, he's got to be the next one to go. And then House has really got a clean house from the top to the bottom. And you just got to reevaluate this whole team, the whole franchise, just everybody in the position that they're in, all the way down to pitching coaches, the bullpen coach, hitting coaches, the fucking blind medical staff who, who can't tell a friggin' paper cut from a staff infection. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, I mean, how is it every year the same guys are hurt? Louis Severino's hurt every friggin' year. And even though we're not paying him much, 
And then he comes out. He goes, I don't know why they want me to pitch a useless game, a, a useless um, simulated game. I should have already been in Tampa doing my rehab. Because you're hurt every five fucking minutes. Come on. Like it, 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 it's mind blowing to me how that medical staff just can't can't figure it out. Like every team has injuries and every team has these problems, and I get it. And Tommy John's pop up everywhere. I I get it. Guys are throwing hard and they they've ever thrown before, and I it's it, so elbows elbows do blow out and everything else. It, I I just yeah. don't understand how year in year out the other teams can can find a way. Other teams can find a way to to cure themselves and other teams can find a way to have depth guy, some guy coming out of triple a some guy coming out of double a or whatever it might be but the yankees don't have that and it, for for a franchise that that and i i'm, I'm not being a yankee apologist at, at all like we, we bash the yankees all night long here jim like we're, we're not yeah. saying that you know what it's just you know we, we want world championships but when when the, the general manager and the president and and how comes out year in year out we're playing to win championships and they, with, with plural and it's it, 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 it's a complete jerk off move, like you said. Yeah. It, it's like when they say that, you don't mean it. And I think, like I think this is more like it's it's on. Obviously, it's on Cashman, but I think this is on the the Steinbrenner business model. They they want people to go to go to the stadium, buy the hats like you and I do, buy those fucking twenty dollar chicken buckets, twi- buy the twenty dollar <laughs> cake cans, and everything else. It, it's it's more the, the brand has become bigger than the team, I think, and 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 that's one thing that's starting to bother me a little bit. Like I will stop training yeah. with them, obviously, but to me, the brand in the last five to ten years has become way bigger than the team has. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? It's become more corporate, too. Obviously. I mean, you, if you've ever been to the old Yankee Stadium, that place was rocking every friggin' night. Yeah. Okay? Every night. You go to this Yankee Stadium now, I, I've had the luxury of, of being at both. You know, from when I was younger till now. And this new Yankee Stadium, I mean, there, there's about maybe 20% of the real fans that still actually go. That can actually afford to go. Everything else is, you know, it, it's more for, you know, it, it's almost like going to the garden. It, it's just for show. It's just to be seen. It's just to have that status. It's just, it, it's the place to be, whether they're winning or losing. And the, and Hal Steinbrenner loves it because it puts more money in his pocket. And it's not, I mean, yeah, he's investing part of it back into the team, but he's getting all the wrong pieces. I mean, again, obviously we all wanted Carlos Rondon. We needed another pitcher. We didn't know the back injury thing was going to be this significant. Now now it's July. July is going to come around. Now it's going to be August. Then it's going to be September. Then it's just going to be, you know what, he's out the rest of the year. And just everything Cashman does is one big circle jerk. And, again, like I said earlier, it's time to clean house. It's just, right, it's just time. Right, right from top to bottom. Jim, uh, like how, what, what's, what's the vibe like around uh, New York right now? Like, what are the, what are the uh, other fans, not just yourself, but what are the other people that get your work come in and talk to you? What's the, uh, the vibe with Yankee fans around New York? I can't see it being very good right now because I, I, nope. I, I've been down there eight or nine times now, and I love it, the passion. I'm a Yankee guy. I go down to uh, the Bronx, 161st River, and I hang out and have a great time. And, and there's some, there, there are some passionate fans, but like you said, there, there are a lot of people who are just there. For, for TikTok videos and, and, and Instagram fucking follows. Uh, but there are some people that you go to the Yankee Tavern, the actual, not the Yankee Tavern North. There are, there are a lot of people who are passionate about it. What's, what's the vibe like yeah. around, around New York right now? It's depressing as fuck, to be honest with you. And, you know, it's, it's one of those, like, we, we got spoiled. Like, especially my generation of Yankee fans. 
Yeah. Not that you and me are too far off in age, but you know, I grew I grew up, you know, in high school. It was Yankees win it every year. Yankees win it every year. Yankees win it every year. Yankees are in it every year. Yankees this, you know, it was Yankee town for so long. And now it's, I'm surprised more Yankee fans don't have prescriptions for Zoloft and Xanax and whatever, whatever type of fluffy medication you can get. Because watching this team is, is disastrous. The fact that, the fact that Aaron from Brutally Honest is Baltimore Orioles are playing better than us just shows you how far off we are now. Yeah, it shows you how far off we, we are now. The fact that Boston's playing better than us, you know, and, and they're in a rebuild over there. I mean, to, to sit looking up at these other teams that spend less than us and they're playing better than us, that should be that should be the new model for Yankees baseball is we don't have to get the biggest name. We just got to get the guy that fits the system, but with the right manager the right GM and Hal's got to be the guy who makes it all happen. He's got to take his balls out of his wife's purse. He's got to reattach them and he's got to start doing what we all expect him to do. Cashman, clean out your fucking desk. See you. Goodbye. You know, thanks for the 20 plus years of circle jerks and, and feeding the geese at the pond, but time to go. Boom. Leashes down. Goodbye. There's there's something about Steinbrenner's wife that I just don't like. I was at Mariano Day in 2013 when he when he uh, called her, and I was at uh, Jeter Day in 2014. I've been fortunate to be around when she she comes out in the field. Uh, not fortunate to see her, but there's something about that. I, I don't like her one bit. That that hairdo the whole bit, and she always wears the exact same fucking pantsuit. To the, like I, there, I don't like her one bit. I think she might be the one who put the curse on the Yankees. I, I don't know. Like it's, I, I don't see this team going anywhere right now i don't see this team making the playoffs right now i mean you're you're 10 games out early in the in the in the year uh it can get late early like like i said yogi bear said it is said, said it best this team's 10 games out and they aren't they aren't coming back uh, in in my opinion i i, I hope they do I, I won't stop watching uh what's your thoughts no. for the rest of the season what do, you, what do you got going on at this point i mean i'm not going to stop watching or listening to them but at this point you might as well call up some of these supposed prospects that Cashman won't get rid of. Let's see what they got. You, you, you might as well. And people are going to sit there watching and they're going to say, well, you know, it's still early in the season. You never know. Uh, unless they do a major league thing for, you know, like uh, the movie major league where they put the owners, you know, cardboard cut out and every way. They take a piece of get her half naked on that. Thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Unless they do that, the, the Yankees aren't going anywhere. So, Call up Jason Dominguez. Bring up Austin Wells. Bring up these these young pitchers. Bring up Debbie Garcia. Even though we've already seen that experiment and it failed, but just just bring them up at this point. Because what do we got to lose? Nothing at this point. It can only get worse. Can't get any better. Like, you I, might as well call the kids up. Bring, bring these kids up. See what this this, this the Dominguez kid can do. We talk. They we, they talk all about him for a couple of years now. And you know what? If, if they get in a hot streak, who knows? If they get the pitching staff back, yeah. who knows? They might get something done. They might get themselves within three or four games. I mean, that's pretty lofty expectation at this point. But yeah. then, then you you might have a trade piece showcase these kids off. And you can't be a prospect hugger. You can't look what happened. Two thousand seventeen. Clint Frazier came up. And he did nothing. Sat in the best. Now he's, they, they could have traded him for a lot, a lot of players, a lot of yeah. players, a lot of pitching. And now he's out of the big leagues. He's completely, completely gone. But they he could, was, they could he was part of the whole deal. He was uh, part of the original deal to get Garrett Cole from Pittsburgh. 
And Cashman said, no we, no, no, we like this kid. Now where's Clint Frazier? He's freaking playing probably for the fucking Lancaster Barnstormers in the freaking Atlantic League. Because well, well, he's not on any major league. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's nowhere to be seen. Who but, I, what, no, this is what I mean. What yeah, this is what I mean by Cashman. What team do you like this year to maybe go? Uh, the, like you said, the Mets. I, I had the Mets going pretty deep this year, that, and they're struggling. But but you get two yeah. two two pitchers older than I am out there at the bump on a, on a biweekly basis. Uh, what yeah. what do you got going somewhere this year, Jim? Honestly, I think the Orioles. I I think they're. I I think they they brought up the right kids. Even though their owner, I mean, Aaron knows more about the, the ownership there, but from what I gather, they don't like to spend a lot of money. But look at the way they're playing. Look, I mean, they don't have the, they don't have the sexiest names or the, or the greatest pitching rotation or the greatest bullpen, but look at what they're doing. They're more competitive than we are. I mean, I think the Orioles could overtake the AL East. There's, there seems to be zero compete in the Yankees. No, they just, they, I think they all got the Aaron Hicks syndrome. They all just want to mail it in and just, you know, maybe hope that, you know, Cashman just says, let's just throw the flag in and let's just forfeit every game and let's just go play golf early. Uh, oh. it, it seems odd to me. Let's, let's get off the negative. Let's go back to some, uh, some great memories before we uh, sign off for on 1420. Last call here. Thanks for joining us once again for last call here, Jim. Appreciate no it very much. It's, it's really late. And, where you're, and you're not getting any younger. It's Sunday night. you got to be up, up, up and go to work early in the morning. But uh, yep. who's your favorite Yankee of all time? Don Mattingly. Donnie Baseball is my favorite of all time. Yeah. It's just a shame that, you know, towards the end he was always hurt and he never he never got a World Series, but you know, he, he was a grinder, the guy could hit, the guy could field, and it's just something just something about him that just you know, and I'm not the only Yankee fan who who loves Donnie baseball. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fact that we see him in a Blue Jays jersey is fucking putrid. That's but one thing I don't understand: why they didn't bring him into that to, to the to like when he was done, he ended up with the Dodgers with Joe Torre. He ended up in Florida with the Marlins. Now he now he's with, with yeah. the Blue Jays. I, I I'm confused why he never ended up as uh, as a Yankee with management somehow, some way. Was there was there a bad breakup? I don't know. It's just it's odd to me that a guy who's been in baseball because he's been gone for 25 years now at least, right? Yeah. So you wonder what what might have happened in the back scenes that he just never got a, a chance to come back. Uh, last question before we let you go: uh, favorite moment at the old Yankee Stadium? Could have been just a Sunday afternoon or a Tuesday night or whatever it might have been. Must be one. The old. God, there's so many I can't even honestly even remember half of them. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, I guess just like the the overall feel, it, not really like a specific game, but just the just the just the emotion in the stadium. Yeah. Um, one of them, you know, j j just sitting there and you could just feel everything rocking when this, you you know, when they're you, you know they're mounting a comeback and it's hit after hit after hit. And everything's shaking to the point you're afraid that the row above you is going to cave in on top of you. It's just that that's really one of my favorite memories of the old Yankee Stadium. I heard that that the place because it was it was built. It was like the the new place is built out. The, the old place was built up, and, uh, and yeah. how that place would just rock and it would be swaying a little bit when it got going. Oh yeah, and then hearing the the Who uh, song play when they hit a home run in whatever game it was. 
no matter what. No, it's a great memory. Like just watch on TV, watch the old Yankee memories and everything else. And yeah. ho- hopefully, there's some in the in the near future. I, I don't see it this year, but it might uh, it might happen. I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't see it. It's uh, it's a they're they're in for a, a tough road, in my opinion. I, I don't I don't see oh, yeah. a World Series this year. Uh, next year's going to be even no. tougher because everybody. You know what? Stands a year older. Judge, you're older, and so is yep. and that's what you're giving all your money to. So it's uh, it's it's a tough road, in in my opinion, for the next. It's gonna be a tough being a Yankee fan for the next three or four years. When it when when it Absolutely. should when it should have been three or four championship years, and I I just don't see it. And this to me, Jim, yeah. th- 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 uh, this is on Cashman. It, it completely, this is on him. Without a and, doubt. And how he's been allowed to have uh, carte blanche and do whatever he's wanted with this franchise for over 20 years now and have nothing to show for it, in my opinion. Because like I said, when we first started, the core four was already there before he got there. Bernie was there before he got there. And yep. and, and the rest of it's on and on and on. So uh, Cashman, to me, is a, is a failure as a, as a general manager. He's He's got to have something on Hal that keeps him here. He, he's just got to have something. He's got to have like illicit, illicit pictures or or an illicit video of him doing something he shouldn't be doing. And every time Hal goes, hey, you know, I don't think this is, oh, well, hold on, let me show you this and shows it to him. He goes, okay, I'll give you another four-year extension and overpay you to do nothing yet again. Cashman reminds me of Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. Just mediocrity. And they're willing to pay for it. And that's what Hal does. He's paying for a mediocre GM. That's what he's doing. Jim, I first discovered your show back about I think it was what, 18, 19 months ago. Fan of the Van podcast. I was searching for Yankee podcasts. And I came across yours. Been a, a faithful listener ever since. Uh, give us the rundown of the Fan of the Van podcast and uh, what's going on there, man. How's it going? And what what kind of cigar you got smoking tonight there at 10, um, 10 40 at night? What do what, what <laughs> I picked up uh, an Asylum 13 cigar. I thought that. I thought that uh, this cigar lounge by me had the new John Daly cigar out. Mm-hmm. So I rushed over there to see if they had it. And I'm in the humidor like a jerk off looking all around for it. I asked the guys, hey, you got these John Daly's in? I'm like, you know, on Instagram, I saw somebody smoking one here. He goes, no, we don't have them yet. I said, then how did this, you know, how this broad bring one in? You're not supposed to bring in outside cigars. Oh, uh, well, she's allowed to. Yeah, well, you know, I guess if you have breasts in a vagina, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> so, um, but as far as the podcast, uh, for those who listen, obviously, you know, it's raw, unfiltered, brutally honest sports talk. Um, that's pretty much what I pride myself on because, you know, you watch the same old thing on ESPN. You listen to the same thing on WFAN. It's all the it's bland, robotic, you know, well, you know we're just going to wow. say what they oh, tell oh, us to God. say. You know, it's all scripted where guys like you, me, Aaron, two dudes at sports news, you know, all of them. It's unscripted. You know, It's it, we just say how we feel. And, and th- that's the thing I think what's missing from the sports media is you're not – I mean, you got guys that will say how they feel. But you got guys like Michael Kay who, you know, because he works for ESPN, he's employed by the Yes Network, and he's employed by the Yankees. So he's going to say the things that they want him to say because he's another Yes Man like Aaron Boone. So whereas guys like you and me, we're not Yes Men. We're going to say what we want to say. We're going to say it how we want to say it. Whether people like it or not, then you can't handle the truth then. Then don't listen. That's all I can tell you. 
There you go. No, Jim, it's a pleasure having you on last call. Thanks for joining us late, late at night there in, in, uh, in, <laughs> in Long Island. I thank you very much for staying up this yeah. late. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it was great. We, uh, I hope to uh, be down in New York City later on, probably in August. We'll have to hook up for a beverage or two and uh, bullshit and maybe yeah. talk more about the Yankees. Hopefully they're, <laughs> they're in a better spot uh, when I come out there in August, but we'll have to hook up for a beer at some point. And, uh, Definitely. We're, we're smiling and everything else. Well, thank you very much for joining us yep. on here at Last Call. And uh, as always, man, it's always a pleasure, and I wish you the most yep. success with your podcast. Take care, Jeremy. You as well. Take care of yourself because we need you around. Keep your stick on the ice and don't swing at high pitches, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> you got it. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.